patchy beard, itchy, need a little trim? Well, now there's something you can use, guys. It's called stubble chompers, microscopic mosquitoes that eat hair instead of sucking your blood. Check it out at facebush.weedwhacker. What's going on, everybody? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still rubs cheese whiz all over his face and hands when he washes his hands so that he can have something to eat immediately on the trail. Wasting no time. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for that. Uh, with me today is Derek Summerville. He's a man that thinks a bicycle can't stand on its own because it's just too tired. Oh, wow. Wow. I get flat with you, I'll tell you that. Ah. All right. <laughs> All right. So we have a different kind of episode today because we have a different kind of adventure today. We have yep. kind of an all-encompassing adventure guest and a gentleman named Ryan Van Duzer. Yeah? Yeah. Energy, positivity. It's going to be great. Yeah. He's he, got some great stories today, too. He's, yeah, he's, he's a bike packer. He's a bike tourer, but he's also a, an ultra marathon runner. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like... He's done it all. He's he's he was in the Peace Corps. Yeah. He's biked from Honduras all the way up the coast back to America. He's done a lot of different things. He's full of adventure. He's full of energy. He's actually a YouTuber that I genuinely watch, typically for inspiration during, I don't know, January, February, early March, when I'm just like waiting for summer to happen. Mm, so mm. Yeah. just to encourage you in your daily life, really. Just for inspiration. I just like seeing yeah. the scenery. He's just he's just a good videographer, Good man. people. He's good people. He's good people, too. Yeah. I was excited to talk to him, and so we're going to get to that here in a couple minutes. But first, yeah. got our Bible verse, Romans 15, 13. Mm. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing at the Bible verse. I'm waiting for your question. Okay. That's what I'm doing. So when you're out in society, places like Costco... McDonald's. I don't go to McDonald's. <laughs> do, you, do you think people describe you as overflowing with joy? For sure. Oh, just <laughs> abundant. Just abundant. Okay, really? I was thinking Absolutely. more like crotchety. Crotchety? That's more uh, your neck of the woods, isn't it? I mean, you're right? the guy walking in there with a backpack on uh, with weights in it. And so you feel like anybody with a backpack on is crotchety. Basically, yes. Okay. In, in the grocery store. In the grocery yeah. store. <laughs> Crotchety in the grocery store. No, usually when I go to Costco and I'll bring the bring my kids, uh, and they're both in like wheelchairs. It's like people are very inquisitive and then they're also very helpful. So it's 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 really a blessing to see people and like their good sites come out and You're so. describing other people though. You're not describing, I'm describing yourself. No, and it makes me feel joyful to see people like that. Right. So, but, but is that joy then overflowing? Are you like encouraging what do you mean? people? Yeah, of course. Are you are you the light in their day? I would like to think so. Okay. Are you the light in my day? <laughs> are you Usually. more? You're more of like the night light in my day. Not too bright, but you're there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So, speaking of being the light in people's day, we have like we mentioned. So Ryan's a very positive guy. Uh, very thankful. Yeah. Literally for everything. And here we go, Ryan Van Duzer. Welcome, Ryan Van Duzer. How's it going today, sir? It's a great day to be alive talking to you fellers, Carl and Derek. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Good That's to right. have you on, man. Yeah. So um not sure if you're aware of this, but Bikepacking oh. Magazine has oh, you ranked as the third most influential bikepacker ever. Really? Wow. I don't, I've never, I didn't, this is news to me. <laughs> is it? Okay, well. <laughs> me too. Well, welcome. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what is Bikepacking Magazine? <laughs> uh, it's something that I just made up a few minutes ago. Oh, okay. And 
Yeah, yeah. but you know what? For for sake of argument, can you can you guess who's ranked first and second ahead of you? In my list, I would definitely have Lael Wilcox number one. Okay. She's my Ooh. favorite. Number yep. two would be Barack Obama. <laughs> okay, is I didn't, is Barack a bike? He's packer? way into bike packing. You wouldn't guess it. Oh my oh, wow. gosh! Okay. He he was fifth on the list. Okay, he's, I mean Barack is influential as a president, but not maybe an influential bike packer. Yeah, he, those but were he fourth could and be. fifth. He could be an influence if he made it more. Known. Yeah, we'll yeah. Think well, maybe we'll have him on next episode. We'll ask him. Oh about yeah, that'd be I'll, easy. I'll give you his cell number. After okay. That. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, I had down um, Lance Armstrong as number one. Because because oh. he was packing more than uh, than a bike, you know what I mean, with his performance enhancing oh, wow. stuff. But um, boom, psh. yeah, wow. and then and Appreciate then I don't know why, but Pee Wee Herman was uh, oh, second. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's obvious. He's that's, that's an obvious one. Yeah. I should have put oh. him number one. He's the OG. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Come on. I mean, he had a flying bike. Let's go. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I love Pee Wee Herman. I grew up on Pee Wee Herman movies and Pee Wee's Playhouse. I still oh, like man. search out his clips on YouTube. He's my fave. He's wait, wait, you search out his clips? <laughs> what, yeah, what? on YouTube. I love watching okay. like old clips from the Pee Wee's Playhouse. His Christmas special. Okay, is amazing. no, I did. We're the same. Pee-wee's we're same generation, Playhouse, right? You're, yeah. you're Gen X, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know actually. I'm 44. Yeah, we're okay. Derek's about 70, and I'm I'm 46. So <laughs> I'm a good 70 though. Look at that. Yeah, you look great. You still have your hair. Exactly, exactly. You all do. I'm working yeah. out. Well, most of us. Oh, so I want to know what you type into the YouTube. So you you type in like Pee Wee Herman clips. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And you'll get all sorts of great stuff. I mean, he really had a lot of very interesting and funny guests on his show all the time. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. I watched the movie, Grum, but I didn't watch the show so no, much. You missed out. Oh, the show's great. You, you need to go back. Did you... Now, do you ever type in, like, Pee Wee Herman bikepacking into the YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't typed in that, but a funny fact is the last big event I went to before the world shut down with COVID was the 25th anniversary showing of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and Pee Wee was there at oh, a wow. big theater in Denver. Oh, wow. my gosh. This was like early March 2020, and right. it was such a cool event. I didn't know at the time that that would be the last time I'd be around other humans. <laughs> so <laughs> the last Pee-wee. time you're around other humans, who are you around? Pee Wee Herman. That's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee. You know, I, I call him Paul Rubens. But, okay. You know. Well, you know, All right. He's on the inside. But really, yeah. you just call him a friend. Is that is yeah. that where you're at now? <laughs> my butt. Okay. Oh wow. All, All right. right. Let's let's. That's hilarious. That's funny. Let's get let's uh let's roll up. So we we might be introducing you to some new like clientele, some new folks here on this podcast. But how would you describe like what your channel is all about? Your YouTube channel. How would you describe that? My channel is all about getting outside, challenging yourself, and bottom line, having fun. And I'm sure backpackers can relate to all of those things because at the end of the day, we want to go out and have a good time and be connected to nature and be connected to ourselves and sleep under the stars. And, you know, my channel from the very beginning has been to show people cool things and then inspire them to get off their couches and what I call get out there. And what you can get out there in whatever way, shape, or form you want to. You don't have to be an elite athlete. You don't have to have the best gear. You just get outside. Just get outside. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. That's good. That's I love good. It. Any which way. And he's and he's and he's known for like you're known for like extremely positive videos where you're like thanking the people around you, maybe the ground you even sleep on, the sky, <laughs> the cloud, like all that stuff. Is there anything that really like gets you down on the trail though? Like what's gonna bring you down? Like you forgot your beans, maybe? I don't know. Like what 
Yeah, that's a good question because, and people ask me this all the time. They're like, are you always so positive? And I'm not, I'm a human. Obviously I go through emotions. I have bad days, but when I'm on an adventure, you're seeing like right. super excited Ryan and all the months of preparation it took to get to that point. So yes, right. when right. I'm out there, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Things that bum me out is when I see trash out there, mm. when I see single use plastic water bottles mm. in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Things that we need to, you know, be mindful of in order to keep mother nature happy. And those kind of things bum me out. Mm. And I always make sure in my videos to stop and, and share these moments like, oh my God, here I am. I haven't seen a human in seven hours. And I just found a single-use plastic water bottle. This is ridiculous. We need to stop with this. It's ridiculous. Right. I know. It's like people who bring, like, smart water bottles on the trail, like, all the time. You know anybody who does that? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Single-use. <laughs> Thank Single you. Single-use. No, he's saying when they're left out on the trail is what he's saying. No, who, you're, you leave things on the trail. You've left a bag of drink mix on the trail, like, three times. So We've had some issues it's with a, leaving it's, things. It's a struggle. It's a struggle, Ryan, that I have had to deal with for... I don't even know how long. So probably. I like you guys. I yes. feel your pain. I feel your pain. <laughs> too long. Let's I've let's been trying to get him to bring like the nice durable glass bottles on the show, but he won't do that. Yeah. So well, whatever. Oh, man. Maybe in the future when they when they're lighter weight, we'll see. Well, um, yeah. I, I just I just appreciate like when you're like thank you thank you campsite for the soft grass that you provided. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like we should like incorporate that into our podcast at the end. You know. Thank you, Mike. I think you should do that for your life. Thank you, video camera. I mean, it's yeah. just, yeah, I think it's, I think it's fun. Thank you so. that you can grow a beard and look like a man. You know, like all that stuff. You should, <laughs> you should like start with everything, you know? Start with all the You know, and it sounds, it sounds cheesy to like thank, thank you ground, and I do it. And it's um, when I've incorporated gratitude into my life and for the simple everyday things, it just makes everything better. And when you're out there, as you all know, you know, days and days in a row, Mother Nature roughing it, however it is, physically difficult, legs are burning. It's yeah. nice to just be like, ah, oh, thank you, sunlight, for warming me up this morning. Thank yeah. you, God, yeah. it feels so good. Yeah. You've had three days in a row of rain or cold. and right. It's the simple things that I love most about getting outside. I love that. I love that too, because when you're out on the trail and you've had a long day, you'd really savor the simple things like a hot fire or a meal and all that stuff. It, let me ask you though, do you get people, because you're on YouTube, right? I mean, are you getting haters that are like, come on, Ryan, like you're thanking the ground. This is so ridiculous. You're so fake. Like, are they saying any like trash talk about your positivity in a way or no? Not you'd really. be surprised. I have never gotten one negative comment ever on my YouTube channel. Oh, wow. You just, no, are you being serious? He just jinxed it. <laughs> he just jinxed serious? it. Oh, no. I am not being serious. <laughs> you might be the only guy ever on there's YouTube. A lot, there's a lot of, uh, you know, grumpy people in the world, and yeah. somebody's always going to talk a little smack. Right. And, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it's it's out of the ordinary for some people to thank the ground. They think it's weird or stupid or silly and right, they'll right. call me out for it or my you know every morning i wake up before i get on the bike i go no crashies no flatties yeah. no whammies <laughs> right. like I, i'm no fully whammies. aware that it's like dorky oh. but i've been doing it forever it helps ward off evil spirits and i like mm, it and so okay. i don't really care what people think luckily right. Like right. I'm out there having a good time. It's your playtime. Yeah. yeah, it's your playtime. Yeah, playtime. Exactly. I'm goofing around just like when we were kids. <laughs> exactly. No whammies. Great show, no by the way. No whammies, man. I love that show. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so this is probably more a question Carl wanted to ask you, but I think he's afraid to ask you, so I'll ask you. He, he's a little jealous, I think, I'm and so he wants to like give us a rundown. He's he's curious how you can convince total strangers to just like jump on camera with you at a at a whim's notice because I think he envies that skill, and so I don't know. Is there something? Is there some magic formula? Or are you just going up in their face and like you know? Hey, is it the energy you're bringing? Like what what's the secret? You know, I don't know what the secret is exactly. I've, one of my favorite parts of traveling, even when I don't have cameras in my hand, is meeting people and hearing their stories and being inspired right, by right. them. And now that I do have a YouTube channel, I love capturing these moments and hearing their wisdom. And I love when they share with my channel and my viewers love it. When it's not just me saying, no whammies, no whammies. Right. They love meeting new right. people. Right. And yeah, so every adventure, that's the highlight of a lot of my videos are the people I meet. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll run up on somebody and I don't start filming without their permission. Yeah. I'll have a little conversation. Maybe they say some things that I think are, are funny or endearing or inspirational. And then I say, hey, just so you know, I'm, I'm doing this route and I'm making a documentary on YouTube about my experiences. And I think my channel would love hearing your story. Uh, would you be willing yeah. to you know, have a short interview on camera? And nobody's ever said no. And maybe really? Yeah, really? nobody's ever said no. Maybe okay. it's because my goofy demeanor kind of just calms things down and I'm not rolling up with a big movie camera that's intimidating. <laughs> it's just a small Sony camera. And I'm, when I, I always tell people, yeah. just pretend you're having a conversation with me because some people do get nervous for sure. Right. They're like, oh, I don't want to sound stupid or I'm no good at this. But right. I'm like, just pretend the camera's not there. I'll hold it over here. And you're just looking at me. We're talking like we were just doing. Right, Essentially, right, right. say the same thing you just told me again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, Carl, you just have to be nice to just, people. Okay, That's nice to people's key. Yeah. Goofy. It's not said, that hard. It's like, but yeah. That's in Okay, a couple of things you said right there are, are very interesting because I feel like when, we're, when we do filming stuff, something will happen and somebody will be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. They're like, they're all fired up. And I'll say, oh, no, no, I want to get that on camera. Let's like recreate that. And then I turn the yeah. camera on. They're like, Yes, I'm so excited. That was great. <laughs> like they just can't replicate it because they're not actors. And so then I'm like, I can't, I can't use that. But you're, you're saying that you're just finding random people and they're just like, yeah, I'll retell the story the same way I just told it with this equal enthusiasm. It works out. And sometimes it's not the same for sure. The first moment is always the best. But if I can get the, you know, and that's where it goes. Maybe my training in journalism helps me but I can ask them the questions knowing I know exactly what I want them to say because okay. they've already said it. Okay. So I will try to ask them the questions that will lead to the answer that I want to hear, but also that I want to share with my audience. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Got Do you it. ever say yeah. something to the effect of like, can I just turn the camera real quick? I just want to record just, I just want to hear your story. Don't worry. I only have like 200,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't usually. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's 195. Only, only 200,000 are going to hear your story and more, or more, depending upon how People well would not does. be intimidated if you went up to them and be like, look, we only got 800 subscribers. Like, <laughs> let's just get the story out there. That's right. They're like, oh, okay. It's so funny. Most people I meet out there have no clue who I am or a lot of times even like, you know, they know what YouTube is, but they don't realize that, yes, maybe I do have a big audience. And a lot of these people who have shared their stories have become minor celebrities. Mm. <laughs> on, on the Great Divide Trail, I interviewed this amazing couple, Barbara and John mm -hmm. up in Montana, and they have a special ranch called the Llama Ranch, okay. and they take in hikers too. Yep. 
and they give everything for free. They have all these cool cabins, all the food, everything. They just want to be wow. trail angels. Nice. And I interviewed them and because they were such wonderful people. And now, you know, people stop by all the time. Oh, my God, I saw you in Ryan's videos. And they, they love it. They think it's so cool. Right. That's no, awesome. yeah, I remember that one. But if you're suggesting that like people don't know who you are on the trail, at least when I'm watching your videos, and there's people that are on like distant mountain ranges, they see you just riding through. They're like, Ryan Van Duzer, I subscribe. I'm a Patreon <laughs> supporter. And you're like, what's up? But, but really, I think that the key part of like the interviews, at least for me, is when somebody's making a video, especially when you're going solo, you're making really a video that features yourself. And so... When you're showing that when you're showing that you truly care about others and you're asking them questions and you're like truly interested in what they're saying, it shows that it's not really just a video about yourself, but you're really just interested in people and it's not a very like self-absorbed sort of video, but it's really about your experience and the interactions and you're trying to feature the importance of the people and the interactions you have. And I think that's the I think that's the key to a lot of your, yeah. you know, success in the video specifically with your adventures. Is that what you're hearing as well? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I love people sharing their own stories of triumph because a lot of times that's what they're sharing with me right some guys on the colorado trail is like oh my god it was the pandemic i put on 50 60 pounds i was getting depressed and then randomly i found your videos mm -hmm. and you inspired me to get on my bike and i've lost a lot of weight and i love sharing those stories right because it empowers the viewers as right. well they're right. like this is just some regular dude and he went out and just got after it a little bit and he's changed his life Right. And another reason why I love sharing these stories, and I get a lot of comments from people around the world outside of the United States who will say something to the effect of, I watch the news, your, your country scares me because of everything <laughs> I hear on the news. Right. It's so dangerous. It's so twisted, division, whatever. But then I watch your videos and you're showing a completely different side of the United States. Right. And thank you for doing That's that. That's cool. And that goes, yeah. It goes for Mexico as well. You know, yeah. I've been all over Mexico. Don't forget the Mexico. media does no favors for Mexico, but then they watch my videos and they're like, oh, Mexico looks like a great place. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. There's, hey, I mean, you're showing the salt of the earth. You're not showing the, you know, like political unrest. It's like, you know, yeah. kind of more the day to day, I suppose. Well, let's talk about some gear decisions you have because that I think that's another unique part about like your story and, and what you have going on. And you mentioned before we started recording that your your bike's weighing in at like 70 pounds, and I didn't realize it was that heavy. I don't know. I don't know if I have the strength to do that. 70 pounds is a lot. You don't. You don't. But there's So there's some areas that looks like you're skimping on gear, though, and some areas that you're bringing some luxury items. So I just want to clarify based on what I'm seeing in the videos. So I, so I got a list here. All right, so first one is <laughs> oh you're showing – like you got your, your bike bottle and you're dipping in. So are you always dipping in or do you have a filter with you? I will dip into a river. And if it's like Colorado trail and I'm way up high altitude, then I won't even bother with filtering. There's no animals okay. around. There's no livestock. And I'm pretty cool taking the risk of just drinking straight out of the river. Okay. A lot of times I'll have a little UV pen. That, so mm -hmm. I'll dip it into the river, get my water and then stick the UV pen in uh, okay. and zap it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I haven't traveled with a filter in a long time. Okay. Yeah. And that's obviously yeah. saving some time as well. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So one, this is actually the next one's kind of controversial on our, on our podcast. We've had people push back on this one. And so this is something that you brought on the Colorado trail, trail specifically the, uh, the bear spray. All right. Uh -huh. 
Okay, so, and you referenced that somebody had been killed by a black bear at some point. I forget the story, but, um, so you're like, I just want to be safe, so I got the bear spray. But if you look on average, less than one person per year is killed by black, like, by black bears in North America, not just on trails, but just anywhere. Like, how seriously concerned were you about getting mauled by a black bear? Almost zero. I bring the bear spray to appease my mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's 10 ounces for mom. Yeah. 10 ounces for mom. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll spray it. it out every night, like a little bit for my homies, for my mama, you know, yeah. that style. <laughs> but I get a lot of questions from people outside of the United States, again, especially in England. It's really funny. They're like, I want to come do the Great Divide. But you have so many scary animals in America. Like, how do you deal with this? How do you sleep at night knowing that there's grizzly bears out there? It's so funny. You know, what I usually tell people is animals are way more afraid of us than we are of them. They stay pretty far away. People always ask me if I hang my food in trees. I never even do that. Like, I'm pretty lazy about it all. I will keep my food (laughs) on the bike, and the bike might be 7 to 10 feet away from my tent. But I'm not as careful maybe as I should be, but it's just, I've been outside a lot and I, I, I just don't think that we're in all that much danger from big, scary animals. I always tell people that mosquitoes will be a much bigger problem than bears. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an episode coming up called, uh, the top 10 ways you might die on the trail. (laughs) And, um, the bugs are on the list, but the predators are not. Yeah. They didn't make the list. They weren't. You don't. They don't right. kill you frequently. I didn't. I just didn't know if like the bear spray had to do. Some people bring the bear spray for the predators, for peace of mind, whatever. But also because they're afraid of fellow humans, like mm. people going to attack them on the trail, and True. That, that works on them too. Some weirdos out there. There are. I, there's okay. some weirdos, but you just kill them with kindness and give them a Snickers bar, and they're usually cool. Let's Snickers let's, let's ask him about that. Is a Snickers an energy bar or like a, a candy bar? <laughs> Definitely a candy bar, and I love it. No, yes. no, yes. no. From the YouTube no. okay. legend himself. Uh, it's it's you not just, too late in life to rethink that. You answered a long debate, <laughs> and I, I can rest my case now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He's not the definitive Dude, energy bar guy. They don't usually sell energy bars on the candy aisle, though. That's my only okay. argument. So okay. we'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. We're, sorry, Ryan. What were you going to say? Can you pull energy out of a Snickers bar for sure? There's carbohydrates in there, but it's definitely a candy bar. Boom. Yeah. You, can't, you can't look as good as Ryan and eat Snickers bars as candy bars. He They're just said he bars. does. I do only on adventures. I like eat all the junk food in the world when I'm on adventures. When I'm at home. In moderation, right yeah. Carl. Okay. Thank okay. you. Good good advice. Yeah. Great. All right. Last last gear thing I had is so you so you bring a drone, which makes for some epic shots. You you've got your electric shaver. Yeah. And not a lightweight one. This is like full size. Yep, that's right. um, we already referenced that's you good. bring um, refried beans, but not just like dehydrated ones. You're bringing them in full blown cans. Full blown cans. You got a 70 pound bike, so you're clearly not trying to, to you know skimp in those areas. Like, how do you like? What's the secret here to your superhuman strength, where like the pack weight, the bike weight doesn't seem to be a concern here. <laughs> lifting weights. You, Lift, lifting weights. When you yeah. list all this out, it does sound ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the block of cheese yeah yeah definitely well. yeah. oh i always bring a- but you're not shy you're like showing yourself like every morning you're yeah, shaving it's, yeah it's a, it's a shaver the shaver has become very famous people ask me all the time what the model is so i think i should get sponsored by Bond <laughs> here pretty you should. Soon. where's the sponsor yeah, yeah come on. does anybody ask to borrow it while you're out there like <laughs> yeah. hey i can shave oh, man. <laughs> i've lent it to That's a few bad. uh bearded bearded men um, yeah, I, I carry all that stuff, and to me, it doesn't seem like it really weighs that much. You're on a bike, you pedal, 
you know, going downhill, you go fast. It's never been a major concern. I'm not a weight weenie. I've never have been. And that goes for okay. even like my components on my bicycle. You know, my bike could right be on. way lighter than it is. Everything could be way, way lighter, but it, it doesn't really matter to me, you know? And then I get a lot of comments on YouTube like, oh my God, I can't believe your bike weighs this much and you bring cans of beans and it's like, you know, I don't care. It's like, I, <laughs> you're like, yeah. believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Believe it. I'm doing it. I'm making it. I'm making it happen. Yeah. And I'm having right. a great time doing it. Yeah. And I, and I'm not that way too. Like I, I I'm trying to shave weight just because my body can't handle it. You know, the older I get. So I, so I was like, is there some sort of like exercise or stretch that you're doing? That's stretch. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. it work for so you? <laughs> I might be bringing a shaver, but think about how much, face weight i don't have because i don't have a beard <laughs> there you go there you my go. face is a lot lighter okay yeah, this is like two pounds right yeah, here this is a lot. It's yeah ridiculous. you're right okay. okay like came off his head and went to his all face right. I'm, I'm losing it after this episode so thank you inspiration you can borrow my shaver it's all yours oh i don't know if you want to do that to your poor shaver <laughs> when i see you on the trail i call you out and be like can i i know it's the middle of the day but and i'm sweaty on my uh, face but can i can i shave from order my... order the new blades now tell me this right. let's just do it now let's order them now you know a lot of youtubers have merch i think i might have to brand a shaver all That's right. A good idea. Well, you know what? Um, we'll just take about five percent for inspiring the idea, and we'll call it good. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a deal. I like to collaborate. Yeah. That's okay. Funny. So, um, uh, so as an extra expert YouTuber, I'm guessing like you're probably not running out any, like out of ideas anytime in the near future. Right. But I've got some video days for ideas for you, just in case. Oh, so should I get a pen? Uh, no. Uh, don't do it. Yeah, if you if you want to. <laughs> okay, I'll get a pen down here. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You're gonna break your pen. Don't do it. I've got three, and I'm asking, like, which one you're most like, like, which video you're most likely to make out of these three, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, number one, bike packing through the Denver hood. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. That's, that's number one. Number two. Painful. The craziest people I've found on the trail, Hulk Hogan yeah. included. The Leadville race, yep. Yep. Right. Uh, number three, how do I have the time to do all this? Ah, man. So I have to choose one of those? Uh, or all three, if you like all three there. I, I or all none. three. Yeah. There is a D, none of these as well. <laughs> I'll take, how about I this? I'll take Hulk Hogan with me to ride through the Denver hood. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's smart, actually. Like, you like know? Security. Yeah. yeah. All joking aside, I would love to do more inner city type stuff. I donate a lot of bikes to kids. I'm a big believer in getting young people on bikes. And some of these populations where they don't obviously have the financial resources to, to do right. what a lot of people like me do. I would, you know, I, I love the idea of going and doing an adventure like that and giving away bikes or something. Right. You know, okay. Give them that's, a that could be that's something. Great. Transportation. Yeah. That's not quite how I phrase it, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it to make that video. I'll say, I'll say <laughs> that was no, me. no, 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 not kids, not altruistic. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want the credit for the, for the idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Always looking for the, the credit, aren't yeah. you? The handout. Okay. All right. That's, That's fine. Yeah. So could you see doing like a bike packing trip where you're just, yeah, taking kind of underprivileged kids, teenagers, whatever. You're like, we're going to go do an overnighter, you know, somewhere in the local yeah. mountains. Absolutely. I would, I would love to do that someday. You know, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Honduras for two years. Oh, I've wow. done a lot of work with Mexican immigrant youth here in Boulder for years and years. And so I'm, you know, it, it's important for me to, to give back and to, 
you know, share the wealth of what I have and the knowledge I have nice. and the experience. And I know for me personally, I grew up in Boulder. Um, it's a very affluent town, but I was raised by a single mom with four kids. We didn't have much, mm -hmm, right. you know, and so I benefited from people being very kind and generous to me and to our family. And so I like being able to give that back whenever I can. You're paying it forward. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. He's paying right it forward. On, yeah. Right on. That's really inspiring. You should watch the movie. It's good. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I look for if you end up doing that or, you know, making videos that that would be super cool and super. Yeah. Um, I would love to collaborate on something like that. Yeah. Right on. Oh my gosh. Um, so you, you are an author. Is that right? Yeah. Tell us about your wow. book. I want to hear about your book. It sounds weird to say that, but I guess I am. You made it. <laughs> 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 He's got it on hand. I like it. Tell, tell us about it. The Long He's Way showing Home. showing The Long Way Home up to the screen for the people that it's are It's a good listening. cover shot, too. I like yeah. that. You like that? Is that your yeah. is that like a, is that? It's a drone Where's, shot, right? It's a drone shot. This is in Baja. I thought I saw his arm back there holding the camera. No, yeah, way up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where where is that? Super long selfie stick. So this book has been a long time coming. My very first adventure ever on a bicycle was back in 2005. I mentioned earlier I was a Peace Corps volunteer. When I finished my service, I decided to cash in the plane ticket that Peace Corps would have given me. I bought a bicycle and I thought the best way to get home from Honduras mm. would be to ride my bicycle. And I wanted to do that because I didn't want to just get mm, on an airplane man. and fly home and wow. be back in a matter of hours. That was going to be too quick, like reverse culture shock. I wanted to really right. process what I had done for those two years working with these wonderful kids in this little village, but also have time to dream about what I wanted to do with my life. I was 25 years old. I had graduated college just before the Peace Corps. Mm. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at all. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get on my bike and just think okay. and dream. Right. And I think backpackers, bike packers, anybody who spend a lot of time in nature, that's when we do our best dreaming, right? And, and processing mm -hmm. and thinking. And so that's why I did it. I wanted just time to be out there. Okay. And that's just a nice long bike ride. And just a nice like long 4,000 mile bike ride. Just a nice 4,000 miles. A quick that's, little oh, jaunt. Man. Yeah. Honduras all the way back to Boulder. Was yeah. it a 10 speed? Like what kind of bike are we talking <laughs> no, about? No, it was a Trek 8000. And I. Oh, yeah. okay. All so right. back at the time, okay. that was like an $800 mountain bike. It was pretty awesome. You know, it's aluminum yeah. frame with front rock shocks. Yeah. And uh, I actually bought that bike from an NGO worker down in Honduras who I just happened to meet at a bar. I was asking, hey, do you know anybody here that sells like good bikes? Because a lot of the bikes they sell in Honduras are just cheap, you know, $100 Walmart style bikes. Right. And he's like, right, yeah, right. Um, no, if you can get them, they're really expensive. But I actually have this Trek 8000 and I'm leaving in three months and I'll sell it to you for 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's how I got the bike. So it's a mountain bike. Technically, I put you know, slicker tires on it. And I had a Bob trailer that connected to the uh, back of it. Yeah. And I carried yeah. all my gear in a trailer. And again, this is my very first time ever doing something like this. I'd never done it. So that's my question is like, you get your, your, whoever's in charge of giving you your ticket and you're like, you know what? Let's not go back home on the plane. Let me actually, can I just cash that in? I'm going to take a bike ride home. What's the reaction? Are they like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, they were like, what? why? But, you know, I don't yeah. think they even really, understood it or <laughs> thought that I was serious about it. But oh, yeah, after thanks. many, many months of telling them, no, I want, I want the cash value of this airplane ticket. They're like, okay, fine. You know, they just finally did it. 
Yeah, it's your life, buddy. Just, just so you know, yeah, our insurance isn't going to cover your trip back. Of the yeah, like once <laughs> the you right are now. out of the Peace Corps, <laughs> no more free medevacs, buddy. Right. You're really you're right. really gambling now. Okay. Yeah. And so I know it's it got to be in the book, but like so many questions about, you know, border crossings or interesting interactions right. or people that might kind of yeah. become obstacles in your way or danger. I don't know. I'm guessing that that's all in the book. Is that correct? Yeah, it's all in the book. Again, I was 25 years old. First time ever doing an adventure like this, figuring everything out on my own. So cool. This is way before smartphones and GPS yep. and any of that stuff. So yeah. I had a paper map, one map mm -hmm. that included Central America, Mexico, and North America. And I just <laughs> yeah. drew a line on it. And that's I was like, okay, I want to go here. And oh, those beaches look fun. And just drew a line on it before I even left and mm -hmm. stuck pretty closely to that. Right. And the way I navigated was just talking to locals all the time. Like, right. Hey, how do I get to this next town? Oh, you can take yeah. this road. It's safer here, you know, or, and then once you get there, you ask other people. And a lot of times they, they have differing opinions and you take like the best five answers and you average them together and you just yeah, kind of make you your own route. That's crazy. Well, now, and, you're, and you already mentioned that your mom is very protective. So I'm sure she was concerned about this trip. Did you bring bear spray along on, that, on this one? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would have made her. So, yeah, she would have really enjoyed that. She'd be like, oh, I'm okay now. Did, okay. She, did she flip out when you're like, mom, I'm going to bike home? She's like, Ryan, you're crazy. I don't know what you're doing. Like, I mean, was yeah. no, she was not a fan at all. She yeah. thought this was crazy. You know, okay. again, single mom, four kids right. were all she has. Oh. So she's very protective, very scared of what could happen. Again, the media does not do any favors for Latin America and Mexico. No. You know, a lot of most Americans think that you're just going to get run down by narcos. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> every corner. right. Exactly. The cartels exactly. after you. All That's what I think. Yeah. But in reality, they're not after stinky gringos on bikes. They okay. don't really care. There you go. What's interesting is because we've had a couple of authors on our show before and they're, and they're just authors. They're not like authors and YouTubers. And so like you have a very vibrant, like popping personality and the authors that we've had, not all of them, but I'll say two out of three have, they're very, just kind of like almost like st taking a step back from society. They're just kind of just like these very quiet, peaceful observers of what's going on. They're not typically the characters in their own stories. Even they're just kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, just writing down in very creative ways, what they see, what they experience and so that's what it surprised when I found out that you're an author. I'm like, well, this is this has got to be interesting because because you're 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 not only the vibrant character, but you're also the person who can be the reflective kind of take in the scene at the same time. So mm. I imagine that's going to be an A plus book, man. It, you know, I'm really proud of it. It's exactly what I dreamed of it to be when I first set out on this adventure. So again, this was 2005. This book is a long time in oh, the yeah. making. Right. And I took very detailed notes and journaled every single night in my tent because I knew that someday I wanted to write a book about the experience. Nice. I got a degree in journalism. It was broadcast journalism, so not really like print journalism, but I've always been a storyteller in mm -hmm. one way, shape, or form. And this book is, is exactly what I wanted it to be. And it, I owe it all to those journals. If I had mm -hmm. not journaled, there's no way I could have pieced it all together 17 years later. Right. And what inspired me to, to write this really was the pandemic. Okay. You know, when I got home from the adventure in 2005, I started writing, but it was overwhelming and hard. And then I got distracted by video and other things. 
And then during the pandemic, I was like, oh, maybe I should go back to all those notes and see if I can put this together. Yeah, right. yeah. And it was really fun to relive everything. And there's so many moments that I had completely forgotten about. But thanks to the journals, it jogged my memory. Yeah. And yeah. It's, okay. it's a good book. It has a lot of detail. It has the ups and downs of the adventure, lots of heartwarming moments, meeting locals who completely helped me out, invited me into their homes, fed me the uh, entire way home. Like, you know, like people were saying, don't do this. You're going to get run off the roads. It's going to be so dangerous. <laughs> right. The entire way home, people helped me. Mm. Truckers would sometimes pull off the side of the highway and wave me over. And I'd be like, uh-oh, what do they want? <laughs> right. You know, this doesn't seem good. And then they'd be like, hey, buddy, I saw you back there. I drove past you. I wanted to stop and let you know that this is a very dangerous road. But if you go a couple roads over and take this frontage road, it's going to be safer. And oh, by the way, here's a gallon of water because the next gas nice. station isn't for 50 kilometers. And this yeah. like this kind of stuff happened over and over and wow. over. And it just, just really good, good people doing good things. Man, that's exactly that's, that's really you know, cool. and I felt so safe everywhere I went in Mexico. Okay. And I've been back many, many times after this adventure because I, I love Mexico. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. Though. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Good. So the long way home. Yeah. And yeah. The, and the, yeah, you kind of answered my other question about just like, because when I'm out on the trail, whether I'm trail running, hiking, whatever, like, you know, you turn off the sounds, the music, the podcast, whatever, and the ideas are flowing. And so, you know, I'm like, how do you always capture? Sometimes your ideas are kind of all over the place, but it sounds like you're very intentional about journaling. Is that, is that still true? Like, are you doing that on? I don't journal as much anymore because I spend so much time filming mm-hmm. and I'm filming my thoughts. So essentially I'm filming what I would be writing down. Right. Okay. You're like mental so, note, make a video about this or consider such and such adventure in the future. Yep. And there's sometimes I will turn on the camera and I'll say to the camera, this is not for YouTube. I'm just saying these thoughts cause I want to remember this or it's for something else down the line. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll say something that I'm inspired about or, Something on my mind. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and, I, and I do audio notes a lot on my phone as well. Okay. Nice. Well, we're going to have the link for your book in our show descriptions for yeah. the audio apps and on YouTube. What? Um, but where can we find it, generally speaking? Is it on Amazon? Really easy. Doozerbook.com. 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 Okay. We'll have that link. And I specifically did not put it on Amazon because I don't really like Amazon. And okay. I printed this book in Boulder the most eco-friendly way possible. It's 100% recycled paper. Not one tree was cut down to make this book. It's algae-based ink. Oh, that? Okay. Pretty cool. Extreme. Yeah. yeah Extreme. It's non-toxic. So it's about as eco-friendly as a book can be. Okay. And that's really important to me. I've always tried to tread very lightly on this good planet. Good deal, man. Yeah. That's good. We deal. love the planet, right? Yeah. I love it. Good. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So we're getting near the end here, but I want to get one practical tip from the legend himself on like what would make a successful adventure in your opinion like for for all the listeners you're like, the one inspiring people to get off the couch so what's one tip tell me you have? one thing your super your, your secret to success just, just get out the door i don't know like whatever it is you know secret to success of an adventure for me it's just once i get on my bike and leave my house the whole world just kind of comes together and, and makes sense you know mm-hmm. before you get on a trip or you're you're planning for it, it can be overwhelming and scary and you're worried about navigation and all this right. other nonsense where am i going to get food where am i going to get water ah you know but once <laughs> right. you're like just once you're out there it all all makes sense like okay this is it this i'm just on planet earth here and i'm going to figure it out right and i get a lot of these questions from people like oh i'm so overwhelmed i want to do what you do but it's scary and i just tell people 
once you're out there and just go on a short trip, mm-hmm. it will right. all just right. kind of come together and make sense. And you'll yeah. figure it out and you'll go gain a lot of confidence by doing that. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. I've figured out this, all these obstacles. And here I am in my tent after a long day and life is good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the so grocery store, ride your bike to the grocery yeah, store. One thing for a successful adventure is just to, as Nike said, it just do it. Just do it. Just, just do okay. it. Huge. You know, I, I understand Huge. that it can be overwhelming in so many different ways when you're thinking about gear and roots and weather and physical ability. And there's a million different reasons why you want to like, not do something. But once you just do it, oh, man, it's just the best feeling in the world. Right. That's, that's why I tell Carl, I'm like, look, just start your day. Just walk just, to your mailbox. Yeah. Just get, come a, back. get out of bed. Just go to the mailbox. Just, right. back. Yeah. It's not too far. It's not, he's working on it, though. He's working it is. on it's it. At, it's at the end of the street, let's be honest. It's, a little it's bit pretty of, far. It's a little bit of an effort. For you, it's far. All right. So speaking of those adventures, what do you? so what's 2023 looking like for you? What do we have to look forward to in terms of upcoming documentaries, things you got you know, on your YouTube channel? Like, What do you got? So I just got back from Oaxaca, Mexico. Mm. I was down there nice. riding with John and Mira, who, if you watch my channel, are, are very famous characters. Mira the dog mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the coolest dog to travel with. So I was just down there. Those videos are just about to start coming out. I want to ride the length of Sweden this summer from the Arctic Ooh. Circle all the way down south. Okay. Backstory nice. there, I was an exchange student in Sweden. And so I love Sweden. It's, it's beautiful. A great country, especially in the summertime where it's yeah. sunny all Midnight yeah, right. sun. How long? Wait, how long of a how long of a like ride is that? How many miles are we talking? It's about a thousand ish, depending okay. on the route you take. So it's a, it's a long country. And you're yeah. going? Is it be like a road ride or is it like a mix? I want to do dirt. I'm a big fan of dirt. Right. I don't. You know, a lot of my early adventures were all on roads mm-hmm. and typical bike touring. But I just don't trust drivers anymore. There's right. so much distracted driving, and everybody's got a cell phone in their hand. Right. And it's right. just I just I don't feel safe on roads all that much anymore. So if I can be on dirt away from people, that's where I'm at the happiest. Okay. Okay. So there's a dirt, yeah. you can string together dirt roads or trails enough to go Arctic yeah. circle to the tip of Sweden. It's doable. So, yeah. Carl. It's doable. Yeah. Pretty most, I think it's, what I put together is like 70% dirt. 70%. Pretty okay. good. And I, I use a, an app called commute. If you know what that is, mm-hmm. it's a really cool mapping app where I can say, I want to go from point A to point B. And I want to be on as many like, dirt roads as possible and with the magic of the internet or whatever it builds it, it for makes you it happen. That's so right okay that's so right i love it okay so you got mexico you got sweden sweden, yeah. sweden um there's a big bike event called ragbri in iowa that i love okay Twenty thousand people riding across the state of iowa this is the 50th anniversary this wow. summer and nice. i've done this event many times and i love it it's super fun it shows off the best of small town america and Nice. It's just bike world. There are no cars. You know, we take over all the roads in Iowa for a full week. It's really neat. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. All right. I like it. So the, there's that. And then, you know, I don't know exactly what else I'm going to do. I always go to Burning Man every year. There's an ultra marathon I love doing out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll piece it together as we go. Okay. All right. So not Leadville again, just to clarify. Not Leadville. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do Leadville. Again. I've done it the past two years. Right. But this year I'm going to focus more on bike stuff. Gotcha. There it is. Okay. All right. Well, well let's, uh, where can people find you? This is, we like to end the, uh, the interviews usually like telling the guests, you know, like plug whatever you want to plug. Where can we yeah. find you? 
all that stuff. YouTube, so, socials, all of The stage yeah. is yours. Yeah. yeah. YouTube is where I put all of my heart and my soul. Okay. That's what YouTube. I really care about the mo- most. So it's just Doozer TV, D-U-Z-E-R TV. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you'll find all my other social media stuff. Obviously, I'm selling the book now. Doozer Book is where you can find the book. Right. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me on your podcast. You are this is one of the most fun podcasts I've ever been on. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we're the legends. I mean, what do you want me to say? That's why you said that to every other podcast. No, <laughs> I haven't. You can watch all the other podcasts. I never say that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're too kind, my friend. Yeah. Well, we you. appreciate you. We appreciate the energy you bring and the positivity and the inspiration. I always say I go to YouTube to learn something or to be inspired and uh, your channel is very inspiring. It gets me excited for, for springtime and the summer upcoming. So it's good. Yeah. So God yeah. bless you for that. And um, yeah, so we'll have all the links, everything you said and, and Ryan, man, really appreciate you coming on the show. It's a great time, man. You guys are awesome. You're like a little YouTube <laughs> unicorn, just sprinkling love everywhere. You know? That's right. I'm sprinkling love. Yeah. That's what that's I great. do. Keep paying let's hang out. Let's hang out in Colorado. We'll go ride bikes. I would love that, man. Oh, man, that was great. What do you think about Little Doozer? Little uh, Ryan Van Doozer. Little. When you say little, it's so minimizing and condescending. So no, that's, that's not in nice. your world, yes. Yeah. No. What do you think? Oh, in you, my world. People, when yeah. you say little things, it's not What minimized. did you think? This guy was He's great. great. He was great. He brought the energy. He's so positive, so yeah. friendly. He's, yeah, he's just a fun guy to talk to. He had some some things that surprised me, like Pee Wee mm. Herman, for example. Mm. Did that surprise you? That surprised me, but yeah. I, I used to watch the show, so I can't really say anything. I, I okay. mean, so many great stories about, like, 4,000-mile bike rides and helping kids in Honduras and all these things. Just a good person who really enjoys spreading just positivity and helping right. people. I mean, what a, what a great guy. There's There needs to be more like him, I think, you know. Yeah. You can work yeah. on that. So. I'll, well, I'm trying to work on that for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, so he had some good – yeah, he definitely had some good stuff. Um, he – Trying to think of of kind of the the big takeaways here in terms of adventure, you know, his tip was pretty simple. Just kind of you know do basically do anything, right? Like just go, like get outside, do yeah. anything. You'll figure it out as you go. What I think you- I think part of that was like, and I, I almost mentioned this. I didn't. I wish I did. But it was more like you know, once you get out there, you're gonna you're gonna understand like what it is to like really enjoy the moment. And once you're out there doing something that you didn't think you could do, mm-hmm. it becomes really something that. Uh, internally motivates you to do more of it. And right. I, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like for him, at least. He's, he's a constantly doing more and more things. And now he's going to go, well, you're going to, you heard he's going to go to like Sweden and all these other. I know. Cra- that, it's crazy. So cool. for sure. It's inspiring. So in terms of inspiration though, and, and things that can like directly relate to kind of how we do things and what we like. Right. Do you see us asking people that we just met on the trail to, you know, come on camera with us? <laughs> is that going to be one of like? Is he going to inspire us to do that? Basically? I think you're going to try. I don't know. if well, it's is that important? Well. I mean, is that like our vibe? Is that important to us? Is that something that we should include in our show? I think if it, if it's organic, yes. I think okay. if you have an opportunity to make an organic story about something, then then yes. But okay. I think, do we want to like? We don't want to like force it. I mean, are you are you hearing and seeing what he's doing? And you're like, I gotta try it, and then it's going to be awkward, and we're going to like. Well, we have evidence of me already doing this with audio. Right, because on the Teton yeah. trip, oh, yeah. I interviewed people on the trail. I interviewed the ranger at the ranger station. Yeah, but I think there's a, that's a little safer than actually turning the video camera on, right? It is. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Less well, did invasive. You, did, that, did that sound forced? Did, were those people scared? Were they just like, "Why are you asking me these questions?" I think he just has a natural way of, of presenting all that, right? Right. And he's very vulnerable, and he's very like authentic sounding, you right? Know? And you might you might sound staged. 
know. There's the difference, you know. So, but I, I think also though, people want to know why you're doing it. So he's sharing that he's making a documentary. I shared that we had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't you think though that people, if if you're like, okay, well, what's a documentary for? Give it a YouTube channel. Aren't isn't there natural like next question? Well, how many subscribers do you have? Maybe not on the trail. I would think so. I'm not gonna ask that on the trail. Well, if you're being filmed, you wouldn't be like, well, how many people are gonna see this? <laughs> Maybe I mean I, might. I would want to know. Like, yeah, is this is this like a small time like backpacking and blisters? Well, outfit, like, I, or? like 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 you said, <laughs> I'm gonna let my light shine. So you know. Start the camera rolling. Let's go. For you, I'm saying, like, when we ask other people, do you think they're going to start, like, probing a little bit? I guess I, I'm just wondering if he's gotten those questions, maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, you should have asked him that, but you missed your it's opportunity. Too late. It's too yeah, late it's now. too late. You know, we got one shot and we tried to succeed. And the we bicycle has ridden by. It has. Okay. So, some, any other takeaways from that? No, I mean, that was, no, it was great. <laughs> your analysis I'm a plus as usual i think i gave more detail than you but yeah whatever it's fine but tit for tat do tit you okay tat. do you want are you inspired to be like uh, you know closing out podcast episodes with them um, thank you microphone thank you computer for allowing us to record <laughs> thank so, you for my audio for not it, breaking you're always gonna take it to the most ridiculous level possible Ridic- okay, let's talk about ridiculous for a second. All Thank right. you, Mouse, for not not failing me during this computer recording. Thank you, sound equipment. Let's talk about ridiculous. Okay. Every episode, we're going to do that now. I got some show and tell here, folks. Yeah, you this, do. This relates to, we made the P.B. Herman reference early on, and then last, I'm out with Derek, obviously, in California, and he, he busts these things out. Garbage okay? Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. This is his childhood collection. Yes. I got a stack yes. right here. Series 1 Garbage Pail Kids. I got Don't uh, be jealous. Graffiti Petey. Graffiti Petey. Rundown Rachel. She's been flattened by a steamroller. Uh, Tommy Toom, who's a mummy. I've got Guillotina. Guillotina. Come on. Get it right. (laughs) Guillotina. Oh, my gosh. You know. I forgot how disturbing some of these things were, to be honest. (laughs) They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. I was, And uh, so Derek Derek is not a hoarder, but he said that's the one thing he's kind of saved. I've hoarded those since I was a kid. Yeah, and he's not on this on on, uh, eBay, so... I we we found one was it atom bomb that was worth a couple hundred bucks twenty five thousand dollars not twenty five thousand dollars yeah well, yeah mint we, we found atom bomb and uh, he doesn't want to sell it no I'm not gonna sell it so Carl's anyway. a garage sale selling thief or not thief but more of like a nah, kind of a thief. freak I, I, more of a freak I, I try to steal stuff that's to be true. honest so anyway I just thought it was kind of funny because uh, we're talking Pee Wee Herman and, and here next to us as we're talking he's got his garage bill kid set yeah so and and just to clarify I just showed a stack he's got like. A 1989 box of baseball cards. Don't bend them. There you go. Right here. Just this is loaded. But, but inside are garbage pill cards. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But the, anyway. So. I didn't, he's going to try and steal them. But you used to steal. What did you used to steal as a kid? Pastries. What was it? <laughs> who, steals, who steals pastries? Uh, what was it? Uh, office supplies. Like a lot of pens. <laughs> pens. <laughs> All right. Let's get to trivia. Here we go. Okay. So I've got some uh, bike trivia. Oh, okay. bike trivia coming up right after this. Okay. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online, they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. I've got two great resources for you to improve your performance on the trail. The first one is to go check out the Training for Trekking podcast by our good friend, Rowan Smith. He knows what he's talking about. His easily consumable episodes will give you tips to strengthen your body and reduce injury while out in the backcountry. The next resource is Rowan's Facebook group, Training for Hiking and Trekking. I've joined the group and found a mix of information and inspiration while being part of a community. Both are great resources by Rowan Smith that'll help you go faster than Derek while out on the trail. All right, so Bike Trivia is brought to, to you, brought to us, by Vaclouse Gear. Close. Let's be honest. Back sweat really dampens our spirits. Oh, wow. Not only is it uncomfortable and potentially dangerous, but it's gross to look at. So a good thing the Vaclouse Cool Dry Backpack Airflow Frame can solve this problem. This game-changing solution fits all packs between 18 and 65 liters and will give you the airflow you need to stay drier. So check it out at VacluseGear.com. Thank you for sponsoring this trivia, Vacluse. We've got bike trivia. Let's go. Um, You're not, but just to clarify, you're not interested in bikepacking in the future. This is not going to be your thing. No, this is all you. I want to go this year. I want to do like just an overnighter trip and start this year. So we'll see what happens. So I got some questions sort of along these lines. My bike was stolen, so I don't don't really even have a bike. It's hard to replace what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. All right. Number one. When you put your bike into the easiest gear for uphills, it's called the A, granny gear, B, small cog, or C, novice knob. I'm going to say small cog. The small cog. Small cog. Is incorrect. It is called the granny gear. The granny gear. No idea. Okay. All right. Well, this is a learning experience for you. I might be failing this trip. (laughs) I'm a little nervous for you. I need to step it up. All right. Uh, Number two, which of the following is not a bike brand? Not a bike brand. A, Pivot, mm-hmm. B, Yeti, mm-hmm. C, Iron Horse, or D, Mugu Wugu. <laughs> <laughs> Does Yeti make bikes? Uh, I'm going to say Yeti. Yeti. Okay. Uh, Yeti is also incorrect. Oh, <laughs> you make they bikes. make bikes? Really? Okay. I don't even yeah, know Yeah, but that. the funnier part of this is that you think Mugu Wugu is Maybe it's a European <laughs> brand. I don't know. I literally just made those words up. I don't know. <laughs> I failed. Mugu Wugu. Mugu Wugu. I don't maybe it's a European brand or something. Is it Asian? <laughs> Is it an Asian brand or something? They use Asian bike. Mugu Wugu is a brand. I should double check that. Oh He's gosh. probably wrong. He's been wrong before. Wouldn't be the first time. Okay, this is this is loss number three. You've taken the lead here. I know. Um okay, so I got number three. I want to do a bikepacking podcast one day. Like I really mm-hmm. do. Once I get more into bikepacking, I don't even mind being the, the newbie who's doing the bikepacking, just trying to learn as I go. Yeah. And I've already got a name for it. 
Okay. Oh, Sounds boy. like you're not going to be the co-host. You don't go bike No, definitely not. Um, so which of the following options do you think is my choice for the name <laughs> for the bike This is so bike? ridiculous. <laughs> which one you talking you? about my <laughs> trivia questions being ridiculous. That's not You've already lost. There's you no way to answer this. There's you're no way to answer this. Okay. Well, well, which one would you choose? Let's go with so that. I'm going right. to just give myself the point for this right now anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I, let, me, let me read it off. Okay. Hike a bike? Okay. A, hike a bike. He's looking at my notes. This is what Man. happens when we're together. Stop looking. A, hike a bike. B, cycle paths. Stories from Psycho crazy paths. bike packers. Cycle paths is good. As in like psychopaths? <laughs> yeah, I get okay. it. Thanks. Okay. You don't have to explain it. All right. And then C, the bike packing breakdown. Your notes say D, A, B, D. It's autocorrect. I think. Calm down. Uh, Stop looking at my that, notes. That's probably the problem there. Let's see. Stories from bike packing. I'm going to say psycho, cycle paths. Okay. You feel like I would have a super long title, Psychopath yes. Stories from Crazy yes. Bike Packers. Don't tell me it's hike a bike because that's terrible. It's not hike a bike, but it's. it's a backpacking breakdown? The yeah, bike it's, a, it's a pun because it's like you can break down information about bike packing, but it's also uh, bikes break down. And that's why he'll get no more than four subscribers. Well, that's probably true. That's his family. But, okay. Um, this is the first over three you've had probably in two years. Yeah. And oh, for uh, three. I think we're going to circle One back. Three. One for three. We're going to have a reason to have bike trivia again. No, I don't think that's, this. I don't think that's, <laughs> I'm going to start doing grams and meters. And, I know my grams. meters. So not a for me. We'll see. Okay. We'll find All out. All right. Well, the only tidbit I have is we have, um, our latest patron episode is more from the Dan Becker interview. So we've got uh, a full bonus episode for February, more from the Dan mm. Becker interview. We've got ad-free episodes yep. on Patreon. Yep. we got Patreon trips. we got all sorts of stuff. We would love you to join the Patreon family. I feel like it's a ridiculous, a redonkulous deal. You like that word? No comment. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just join it. Hit the subscribe. We do this every week. It's, it's becoming a thing. Just do it. We won't have to say it anymore. Uh, that's all I got, man. That's all you got? That's yeah. it? That's yeah. all I got. Um, guys, thanks for joining. Uh, it was great having you guys, as always. Uh, looking for any dirty gringos on the road in Colorado, that's the guy you're going to see right there. I want to fly around the world. You know, Ryan was talking about... 70 pound packs and this is my bike and all this stuff and i was like that's impressive and carl's like i can't lift it and i was like i know that's why he already got his his bike trail bike and it's it's just like this little 15 20 pound it's a my little pony tricycle so <laughs> it's all